everyone. My name is Sade Goins. And I'm Caitlin Crutcher. And this is Let's, Let's Get, Get Real. Real. So, Central Michigan University. What is going on? We have a bone to pick with you. What is going on? So, if you don't already know um, or haven't seen or didn't hear. Huh. If you've been under a rock the past month then you won't know about what happened in Robison. A similar instance um, from what happened in Sweeney, which, you know, ironically, there's been a lot of things going on on campus since the Sweeney incident. And you would think that this campus would be supporting each other and um, turning things around for the better. However, RA in Robinson received a message on his whiteboard um, that said, piece of shit, transy RA. On the night of Transgender Awareness Day on November 20th. So just like connotation, though, that was literally the Tuesday before we all went on Thanksgiving break as well. So and like literally what the f- literally. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, but I just I don't I don't understand it. It's like, first of all, the Sweeney thing. And I just went to side note, but I just went to an event um, that was hosted by um, one of the girls that was a, she's an RA mm-hmm. um, that the incident that it was her room mm-hmm. and she has like women's empowerment um, celebration in Sweeney Hall every year which one by the way was super nice and the performance literally all the women there like it was it was a amazing event and she closed out the event by talking about the situation mm-hmm. and president davies was there too actually by the really? way really yes um wow. shout out to president davies for actually like being present mm, we're going to hold off on that shout out but okay you don't think so i think okay we will we will talk about that cuz i i don't know maybe from the outside looking off. in she talked about the scenario and just the passion and how she felt about like that shit really hurt like she was really hurt. up yes you know what i mean and so it's like you go from that and we just came together as a campus and then it happens again mm-hmm. it's like and it's hard are you trying to prove a point exactly central and like and- my thing is, like, why are you coming at some of the most targeted people in America right now? Like, literally, the trans community can is going through it and back at this point. Literally, like, they've been under fire forever, period. But, like, this year, President Trump decided that trans people weren't allowed in the military anymore. Fantastic. Um, we're not American anymore. I'm not, like, part of the community. So, like, it's not it's not we, we, but you know what I'm saying. But, like... They're not allowed in, like, in the military. They're not, like, shit like that. It's like, okay, you're not American enough for the president to let you serve in the military. Cool. But then it's like, my thing is, the trans community is, like, one of the most attacked communities. And one of, like, oh, it just makes me upset. Because they just don't deserve it. They're just all wonderful people. I mean, who does? Like, that's no one does. trash. And it, no one does. Right. And on, on a day that is literally celebrating them. them. And that happens. And it's like. Like, that was intentional as Exactly. That was that, that was, was a like, literal okay, hate crime. I, yeah, like, that was an attack on the individual, on the community of Central America, not Central, Central Michigan, <laughs> Central America. Literally all, all. I mean, Central America going through it too, but that's a different conversation. American Central, Sorry, no. American Sorry. Central, uh. Dog Central. <laughs> hungry. Um, but no, literally, like it's so, it's just ridiculous. Like, like that was such a targeted attack what are you really i just don't get it i don't understand it's like what are you trying to prove what is what are you gaining from it's a lack of courage when the person that wrote to be honest because you hiding in the shadows for sure yes and my thing is for sure i don't know if y'all saw on there but the way that t was written it was very like i don't want to say a feminine handwriting but it was very like a little 
in mm. my thing like i hate to say like i was talking to someone and they're like yeah we all just know this is like some straight white guy that's doing this but i was like you know maybe not mm-hmm. because a lot okay, of people don't be thinking about this. exactly think, like we stereotype like we stereo- the perpetrators of racism we do. as well we stereotype the perpetrator of any kind of action as being the straight white man is because they're like at the highest point so they can just like mess with everybody but if you also think about it the straight white man is like sitting pretty on a crown like they got a crown they're like fed they're just chilling mm. like the straight white man literally has nothing else to maybe do maybe it's like they got something to prove or something or like maybe but like it's just at the same time it's like a lack of courage and like this is a sentiment that someone had and they knew they had to know jace they had to know this is the person that um this is like the ra but they had to know this person individually they had to know their story individually because like if you know this mm-hmm. person if you know like them closely like, it's not something that like they just like parade around. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, hi, my name is Caitlin and I'm like a bisexual person. Like, that's not like, it's not on my elevator pitch. It's mm-hmm. not something that you just automatically like just outright yeah. say, you know, because of the backlash that the LGBTQ community can face in any, and like with, and that's where it's so different. And that's why I think um, the LGBTQ community gets overlooked in a lot of scenarios like this because it's not an identity that you can see. So do you feel like, Central does enough for the LGBTQ community or not enough or what can be done? Like, what what is the solution to this? I just, my solution, we need to get a bigger office to start. Like, why are we in a closet? Like, we literally move from one closet. We'll move from a hallway to a closet. Like, you know where the- It's in CID now, right? It's in CID. And it was like a hallway with like two desks and like a secretary desk. And that was it. And now it's like a closet because I was yeah, in there. That's not a that's I like a personal office. It's it really not like I was in there the other day and it's literally like a table that you can sit like three people at. And then like the off like the desk for the actual director. of the So office. do we not have a lot of faculty that are advocating for the LGBTQ community? Like is the office just not do they not have enough staff or they have you a, know, like like they have a small staff already. Like they have the director and then I know they have a marketing PR and I want to say an events specialist is like her title. Um, and that's like the three. And there's like a couple other students who like work within the office. And like mm-hmm. I, and the office is supposed to be a safe space for people to come and like exist and like um, you can't be themselves. In closet. You can't. That's literally you're putting us back in the closet. I'm tired of it. Tired. Closets <laughs> are cold. You got a whole bunch of dusty old jackets. I'm your shoes, done. your feet stink. So you, it's it's not cozy. The ripped up uh, scarves. Exactly. The glove the that just doesn't gloves. have any, like the sock that's <laughs> the been hole. missing. Like you just, cotton balls, oh, spider dude. webs, all of it, you know, the boxes. You just, it's just closed off and shut away and just covered up. And I feel like that's how the LGBTQ community is on campus. It's closed away and it's shut off, like not shut out, but it's ignored. And I think that there needs to be more light and more celebration of our LGBTQ people. Like granted, the office does put on wonderful events. And they're definitely advocates in their own right. But I feel like there's more that can be done because if you go to those events, there's really not it's like a lot of other minority events where you're preaching to the choir or nobody's showing up. Exactly. Honestly. And And I think that's a community thing. Like I was just at like that women's empowerment event, for example, Um, there were a lot of women there. And I'm not sure if it was because it was like a hall event. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But our community is not coming out and supporting each other and learning about these minority like cultures and minority events. And it's like, when when do you decide that you want to educate yourself? 
when it because starts to affect Because that's to you. me what it all is coming down to. Because at this point, we've all been pre- preaching to all of our choirs. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like We need to have like minorities. a choir convention. I'm literally done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I need a choir convention. We're going to be singing. But really, though, like the, the community does not come out and support these events. People are not learning about other... Like, what do you come to college for? That's what I'm saying. You don't come to college to sit and... St- Simmer in your exactly. bubble. You know what I mean? You're you come to, to college to branch it. out and to educate and to be educated exactly. on different things so that when you go out into the real world, that it's not a shock to the system. Exactly. Like you can coexist with other people and you can't do that if we're constantly in a racist community that doesn't like to talk about the racist shit that's going on. Exactly. Like, because then we're, if there's no dialogue, there's no change and you don't learn about nothing. Yep. You don't educate yourself about anything and then you go out into the real world and you act the same way that you're acting here and piss other people off in the real world you know exactly. what I mean and then people are going to take even more interactions you know what I'm saying it's not going to and then you're going to be a racist for life because that, at that point you're too old and shit you, you missed it you missed the train of education it's, it's never too late to educate yourself I mean it's not but like come on dude like don't wait till you're 50 don't wait till you're 50 don't do that so my question and my biggest thing and I don't know but so and it kind of parallels Sweeney we talked about that but my thing is why did it take this event happened November 20th and it didn't really come out until this past Saturday that Mm -hmm. this occurred yet the university but also but you think about the student went through all the proper channels and that's why I'm upset because the student literally went through oh cry and it was like this just happened to me but just playing devil's advocate here you have to think about the way that the message was transcend like because Mm. if you can take the proper channels but if you really want to be real, Central Michigan only did something about Sweeney because her tweet blew up so much. And exactly. people, and so that's it got my so thing, much. Central Michigan got thing. a lot of negative exactly. coverage because and of that. And that's my problem with it is because why is it that we got to go to social media and try to give you a bad rep and then you're going to say something, oh no, our, like, our face is going to get f***ed up, but like people are going to think negatively about us. But people already think negatively on your campus. People are going to like drop out, switch schools, do something else. They're going to find a different way to get their education if they don't feel safe on this campus, period. And that's exactly what... Uh, um, that's kind of what they were talking about. Is like, is that it? T- it took literally. People don't talk about it, and it's like no, unless they don't. we have these things, and you come and get your and educate yourself, and people don't take it seriously, people just drop out. They just say F- central. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to go here anymore because exactly. everybody's racist as, f- and I don't want to like put myself in this environment. Exactly. And it's like then it kind of leaves the people that are kind of still stuck in it. Like, dang, now I got to deal with all these racist assholes. Why is it that? We have to go to social media, and I hate having to go to social media about stuff because sometimes, like the university, I do too, because it's annoying. Exactly, it's like, and it's like, why do I have to make a tweet about it for it to become like a big thing? Like, first and of why all, does the tweet have to gain traction for it to matter? Thank you, because like his face, he posted it on Facebook. The Sweeney thing was on Twitter, and then I don't even know how like it's the, Facebook. It's Dang, Facebook. Yeah. Like it's all, but like my thing is, why can't the university just see that? Okay, this student was. Um, just had their wall put it's just literally racial, the same. it's a parallel incident it's a little they should have incident. had a parallel parallel response. response there should have been a statement made from the university within 24 hours apologizing to the, the to the student involved to the lgbtq community especially the trans community and saying that we do not stand for this transphobic and homophobic language I don't know if they're homosexual. Like, that's all it homosexual. took, though. You that's know what I mean? That's all I asked. But no, instead, the post was made on Facebook, so they made a Facebook post in response to it. Oh, they did? They made a Facebook post. 
in response. What? No way. Yes. Yes way. They put it on Facebook. I didn't get an email. Wow. To, my, to, to me. So if you're a trans so student. You so you know that you had to respond. It's exactly. just you. So wow. if you're an LGBTQ person on this campus and you see on Facebook that, dang, I'm not welcome here. I also have to go to Facebook to find the apology. You can't just send that shit to me directly. But also you don't have to check a box to be there, like, yeah, I'm queer on campus when you're like, they're taking the statistics. But it doesn't matter because they send because it to that, everybody on campus when anything else happens. Exactly. So we're once again I'm just put send it to the black closet. people when black people get, you know what I mean? We're put in a closet. We're put in a box. We're shoved away. And we're put under a rug of like, we said something, but not everybody needs to know what happened. Central Michigan University. Um, what the f***? I'm literally done. <laughs> but really, like, though, like, it, it, it change needs like, change needs to, like, take place. Like, at, at some point, we have to figure out and come together as a community to brainstorm how we're going to combat these issues. Because at this point, it's like half of the not the the entire minority population here is under doesn't feel safe. It's under fire. Like, that's. I don't know how what percent we make of about a little under twenty university. So what? That's under twenty. I mean twenty. Okay, it's sure. A one in five. If you want to say twenty percent, it's not a lot, but I don't care. But it's a one in five. Like, no, that's twenty people that don't feel safe on their uh, t- campus. But not only their campus, like this is our home now. Exactly. Like, we're we're college students. I call this my home. You know what I mean? I go to sleep exactly. here. I wake up the, in the morning here. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I Your friends here. are here. You're like it's a second your family that you here. develop here. And yes. it's like if you feel unsafe and you spend your life in a place that unsafe you won't want to be here anymore exactly. and you won't appreciate the experience you won't appreciate being here at central michigan university it's a negative environment for you exactly you're always looking over your shoulder exactly and you shouldn't have to do that as a college student no on campus but i also like think that like 20 percent is kind of a lot because math my, my math isn't always the best but i mean it's, a decent like amount one, it's for, a, one for a university for yeah. a university that's one in five so one in five people that you know is going to belong to a community that is essentially not white and no, you run into yeah. a lot of people throughout your day. There's sometimes where I go to the UC where I'm like, dang, that one in five is looking real more like a one in 50. But I'm through. it's all right. But then sometimes I'll go to um, like when I'm in ANSPA, I swear I see like all I think all black students have a class in ANSPA. Like it's a in requirement. Yeah, like in the beginning, for sure. Yes. Like I see so many like black students in ANSPA. Like, I don't know what it is about ANSPA. I'm through. But we're there. And I like always I'm like, oh, I feel like more comfortable in a decent population. We do. We make up a big chunk. For us to make up a decent population, it should be that much more important to you as a student and Central Michigan University as a whole that we feel safe. Exactly. Which brings us to our next topic, which is the racist flyers that were posted on campus. Mm -hmm. You wanna talk about that? Honestly, and I didn't even realize that it happened when it happened. So I didn't know, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't hip. Mm-hmm. And it was actually the first time that I saw one of these posters or stickers, flyers, whatever. I was actually on my way here, like, mm-hmm. in more, coming to more, And there was a sticker on the wall outside of more Television Hall. And more Television Hall. <laughs> where it says more Television Outside, guys. Yeah. And, um... I don't remember exactly what it was like some like go back to where you came from or make America American again oh, no. or something like that. Yeah. And so I'm like, what? Like, I, I yeah. was a little shocked because, you know, I'm just going to class. Yeah. Like, it's a regular, regular day. You know regular, what I mean? Regular, regular, like, <laughs> It's a regular day. Like, honestly, it was after the Sweeney incident that I had seen it. Yeah. And so um, I walked. I was like, what is this? I was like. 
okay, like, I don't know, but I'm going to take it down. Mm -hmm. And so I tried to take it down. Could you tell me why that sticker was like glued? It was like one of those car stickers. Like when you get, like if you park in in a place that you're not supposed to park, you know, they stick that sticker on there. You got to scrape it off. No. Yes. That that was trying to make, they were trying to make that stay. It was one, like I literally couldn't take it off. Wow. When I left, I left and I came back. I was going to come back with like some, I went to class. I was late, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> For a good reason. But, um, For a good reason. Trying to fight the power, but, fight the man. Okay. But when I came back, it was gone. So I was happy That's about good. that. But like, I, they they were noticed around campus and across mm-hmm. campus. And I actually got invited to um, this meeting. And I don't, I'm not sure if anyone's familiar, but there's a new RSO on campus um, called, I think they're, Acronym is SIRS, mm-hmm. and it's Student Union for Racial, Racial Solidarity. Solidarity. Yep. Um, and so they had a meeting about these flyers. So remember when I said, like, when I first saw I wasn't hip. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't 100% sure what I was looking at, but I knew that it was wrong. So they kind of went through and had a program about it. And so we talked about what it was and what they represent and white nationalism, which yep. is essentially what it was. Um, and this website they went to and we it was literally the craziest thing. Like. It's like going back to colonial times, like oh, their no. their belief system. You know no, what I yeah, mean? It is white and nationalism. I did a paper on it last semester, and white nationalism is very it, toxic. Just okay, toxic rhetoric. It is, oh. and it's it's really like going back to colonial. It was more of kind of the idea that we are this people, and we mm-hmm. are the best people, and you not only don't matter don't fit, but don't belong here. Yep. Regardless of who you are, if you are not us, you don't belong. And it was just, it was kind of shocking to me, mm-hmm. even though I don't know why, because it's like, we all know that this stuff still happens, you know what I mean? And that racism yeah. still exists. But like, to the extent that they went, like there was a video on their homepage mm-hmm. and um, because they're white nationalists, you know, we're in a different day and age and people don't, people don't mess with that. You know what I mean? At least ethically, morally, like that's not the really, you know, the way that people go, I guess. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> But on their homepage, there was a billboard. And so a town, a community Uh paid for this billboard. And the billboard said, excuse me, the billboard said, be careful. We have Nazis in our neighborhood because that's how they felt about the white nationalists. So the community came together. They paid for this billboard. Wow. And the white nationalists in their community went up, defaced the billboard. And it said it then read, we have illegal aliens in our neighborhood. Wow. And that is now their cover video for their white nationalist page. Wow. They're here, they're present. And, and in our community, th- this is this is their statement. This is how they feel. This is what they believe. And these are people, these are our peers. These are our peers. And that's, that's scary to me. That is, is honestly it, scary. It's very unsettling. It literally, okay. As, literally, a, as a minority person in general, no, it's mi- very unsettling. As a minority, it literally, after the Sweeney incident, after these posters, after the I, Robinson thing, I literally don't feel comfortable anymore when I'm sitting in a room full of white people because I question to myself and I think and I look around and I'm like, could any of you all possibly live in Robinson or Sweeney? 
Could any of y'all possibly have written that on the whiteboard? That's and then on top of that, could any of you be extreme? Like, go to an extreme. Like, let's not forget that somebody, a boy in Atlanta just got lynched a, like a month ago. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, this is some, like, I I don't feel safe. No, and I and it's, and it's a scary time when you don't feel safe on your own campus. And it's like, my question is, I'm like, how... How do you bridge that gap? And it's how do you create a safe environment when like there's been so many back to back to back to back to back to back to back things of and back back to back things. I feel like because I feel like if it's not one thing, it's another thing. And I feel like if you're not like if you don't feel welcome in your residence hall, then you don't feel welcome in your classroom when you're like the only person of color there. If you don't feel welcome in your classroom, you're like rest hall, then you don't feel welcome in the calf because people are looking at you because you, like they know that you're the person that was attacked by this. And then especially if you come from a home where it's like maybe like if um you are a trans person or you are part of the LGBTQ community, like you go home and like maybe you may not be welcome at home because of your identity. Mm-hmm. So it's like campus is supposed to be a safe space for people it's supposed to be a space where people can grow and become the people that they want to be because how can i develop as an individual how can i teach when when your identity is being attacked you can't know who i am i mean i do but like no you you know what i mean but you have to cover up and you have to like hold yourself kind of you have to kind of put a little blanket over yourself and be like yeah i'm not really me today because i have to blend in and i gotta wear all camo today to blend in like yeah i feel that just disappear I feel that. That was a camo joke. Y'all missed it. Okay. Quick crash. Go on. Burn. <laughs> That's why I'm not funny. Okay. It's fine. You need like a knee slap. But up, but up. Yep. There it is. <laughs> um, anyways. I'm literally just, done. I had to enter. Just, I needed to light, light, Tension a little bit. We need to lighten a little Catharsis. bit. Catharsis. Exactly. I learned that in class today, guys. Oh, well, not today, but like. I was really hoping you didn't learn that just today. No, not today, but I did learn it this semester. Alrighty. I'm, Anyways, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I learned that my junior year of high school, folks. Anyways, um, everybody is not, you know. Uh, oh my god, no, that's a different topic. I'm sorry, but FYI, everyone does not come from the same background and the same no, education. Yeah. And teachers, you need to accommodate that shit. Now we're gonna talk about that at a different time. No, that. But for real though, no, there's like, like literal... please don't educate me like I'm a grad student and I'm 18. No, there's literally like entire texts on how to and for teachers on literally how to teach minority students because Mm. like you do have to teach students of different backgrounds differently because they literally dog my teacher really and this is a side note but like my teacher made fun of this girl because she asked what like what uh a word was i don't remember what the word was but um like she was using it in lecture. Mm-hmm. She said the word. It was like a question, or it was a question on a test. Actually, that's what was happening. We were taking a quiz. We were Dang. taking a quiz, and the question was on the test. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't remember what the word was, but it was basically the meaning of it was like parallel or like syn- like Symmetrical another type word thing. for like synonym type deal. Mm-hmm. And um, she calls it. She raised her hand, you know, like in the middle of the test, whatever. Calls the teacher over, and she's like, "Hey, you know, to the side. Like, I, what does this word mean? Like, can you clarify?" Mm-hmm. Why did she say, you don't know what, uh, whatever the word, insert word, means? What? 
goes to the front of the class. Uh, all right, everyone, just so everyone knows, because <laughs> clearly um, we're wow. not like really. She just like went off. Extra. She's like, I thought this was you don't learn. You learn this before you get to college, guys. But just for anyone else who doesn't know, this Damn. word means da 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 da. But I'm pretty sure that's not. You should know that. Like you should know that before you get to college. I'm like, first of all, no. you don't know what kind of education background I had. You exactly. don't know where I came from. Period. You don't know what my like level of vocabulary is. You know what? She could have been a freshman. Exactly. You that know could what have I been mean? her first real exam. Okay. Like, don't. And that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. And as a teacher, like, come that's on. That's like the opposite of what you're supposed to do. I'm sorry, I made funny for catharsis. I do that. Yeah. Like, I like, that I don't like, mean. I don't always no, like, <laughs> like, no, when I hear somebody ask me a question and, and no, it's I like a word. No, yeah. And like, it's like, dang, you just learned that. But I like also, like, it's not like a dang, you're an idiot. But it's all like, dang, I learned that so early on. Yeah, but I but mean, everybody like a, just like, has, you know, different. This is like, we really digress. Y'all, anyways, but, back to the main topics. Um, but we yeah, gotta, teachers teach better and teach be better. more like but also, constructive. Yeah, but know. we can also take it then, along with the education route. I remember when the Sweeney thing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in class and my professor, he was all like, you know, it was like that Friday after it happened and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, you know, guys, I just want to take a moment. Um, and talk about something that I think should be um, discussed in class and da 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 And I was like, at that point in the week, I was just tired. I was tired of talking to people about anything and everything. But I was like, okay, we're going to have a discussion about this. I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and it's not to say that it wasn't an important conversation, but he started talking about, like, the shooting that had happened. And I was just like, mm-hmm. yes, this is an important conversation. However... You're not going to draw attention to something that is, I don't want to say more important because those are two different things that I do have very high importance. However, this is like more directly central to central our, like, to like our lives yeah. and our community. And it was like an attack on our community. Um, and it's not necessarily like it's an attack on like, it was an attack on the black community, but it was an attack on the Sweeney community because now people on campus think of Sweeney in a different light. People are going to think of Robinson in a different light. And, I already knew Robinson was like that. Okay. Well, see, point. At Just least for evidence. my like, stories, like, no, yeah. yeah. Like, but, like, now, but that's, it's going to perpetuate this notion of Robinson is not welcoming. Sweeney is not welcoming. That's like, why all the black people in the multicultural end up in the towers. Exactly. And they called it the jungle. So... And it's just going to perpetuate these notions and these ideas. And so it's like, and I was like, you're going to talk about the shooting that happened across the country instead of talking about the racial incident that happened literally less than a 10 minute walk away. Mm. Okay. And like that bothered me, but like I mentioned before. Also, sometimes teachers don't know how to approach stuff like that. Especially like one of my teachers, me and these other two girls are the only black people in that class. And when we we talk about like plays and stuff, Mm -hmm. but when we touch on like the social um, norms of a time where it was at a time where black people, you know, were not treated equally or like literally anything that has to do with black history, it's kind of like a. I don't know, like a nudge, like, oh, you should, like, what do you, how do you feel about that? It's all like, just because like, you're just black because doesn't I'm mean black, you know, you're not a spokesperson for the entire race and you're you know not supposed I, yeah. to be a historian. But like, I feel like some teachers are like that and I don't know oh, if yeah. it's because they just no. wanted to be more act and they, it sometimes is. I feel like they might just be like, okay, well, I'm going to ask you that because I know that you're black and I don't want you to get offended by like me maybe not expecting or asking for your opinion. But at the same time, yeah, I'm black, but this is a history class. I'm not the only one learning the goddamn exactly. history. And you're not the teacher. Okay. No, yeah. I, I didn't live it. I mean, exactly. you know. 
No, it's a hundred percent a thing. Yes, like you, teachers. I think, and just in general connotations of being a minority student at a PWI, when you do have to have conversations about race in general, and you do in class. Uh, that's in always classes, the and you worst feeling. The spokesperson. I just sit back knowing, like, you know what? Here it comes. Mm-hmm. Like I don't because half the time, my people don't really know what I am. I'm literally done. People don't. I feel it. People used to think I was mixed growing up. People still do. I think because of my hair, people don't anymore. Yeah, you switch it up too much. They like they know it's a wig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That is very true. They it's know. okay, y'all. I love changing my hair. I change my hair all the time. I probably have they a know. different hairstyle like every other week. Um, I embrace that shit. And they know. Um, and that's how they know. It is. And it's what makes Char, Char. Okay. Something different. Um, I've been wearing these little twists. These are coming out. This weekend. I also my, get darker in the summer. My curls will be popping up. I'm literally done. Y'all um, curls. They're going to just make an appearance again. <laughs> you mean another inch of growth here? Oof. Oh, my goodness. No, she has not. really long hair, guys. BT does. Literally Random like, side note. In this month that I've had, this, this is week four, and my hair has grown an inch. Like, that's a lot. Okay, but anyways. Anywho. Um, so, I guess my final kind of take on this is... Where is the solution? We always have to talk about the problem. And I just, I need a solution. I need Mm -hmm. a solution for Central Michigan University because at this point, like, I don't know. And I don't know how to feel on campus. I don't know how everyone else, well, I know how people feel, but it's like, I don't want to feel that way. You know what I mean? I don't want to feel like it's not safe. Um, And so I know that, I don't know if this was last week or I don't know, last time we had a podcast, but... um, we briefly, briefly touched on um, the Black Caucus and what it was. And I think I'm a strong believer in that this is this is going to be a major solution for at least for part of this part of the problem for the black community and like kind of in relation to things like Sweeney um, and also in conjunction with others against the white nationalist stuff is mm-hmm. that we want to come together and and create something to where our communities are bridging gaps. And as African-Americans, we are supporting each other and um, literally everything, supporting each other, attending events like educating ourselves and educating our campuses. You know what I mean? On the things that we do and really coming together and also other people should do that too. And maybe we could have like a mask. Like maybe I'm like just being like mm. extra whatever. A but multicultural like multicultural caucus. Oh Lord. Okay. But there's also a Latin X caucus. And I people mean, don't know about that. People though. don't know. There's a lot of things in there the Latin X so people many don't things. People know about. There are so many things, you guys like and even as and I know we talk about and maybe just me personally, I talk about like black issues and like the things that we're solving in our communities a lot because I'm a part of that community. But there are things for there are things for you. Like there are things for everyone. And I feel like as students, because we're always getting separated by these negative things. We go into we go into a shell. We go into hermit mode. Truly. And we don't reach out and try and find, you know, the things that we feel like will make an impact on us or will change situations or will shed light on other situations. And they're not talked about. They're not talked about. There's no reason that there should be a Latinx community um, caucus and Latinx people don't know about it. Latinx people don't even know about Empower Latino Union. Okay. People don't even know People about... People don't talk about that kind of stuff. And it's because don't. our community doesn't support that. Our community doesn't go to these events. Like, 
we have to be a supportive community. If you, as a white person, black person, like multicultural, whatever, if you really want to say that you care about Central Michigan University and you care about the campus that you live on and reside on and go to school on and get education from, then you have to be an active changer in the community and an active part of the community, shedding light on things, telling people about things, going to things, supporting things, and educating yourself. True. Because otherwise, we're just going to be trash. Like True. Central Michigan will always be in the news on some race for some racist shit. Yeah, this is like the third time this month. Okay. In one month. In one month. And that's just honestly ridiculous at this point. And it's like also like because this has happened three times in the past month and because I don't want to say because tensions are high, because people are stressed out, people like lash out, whatever. I don't even know. But if something does happen to you, you do have options and you do. I don't say you have options. Sounds like a pregnancy thing. You have options. Um. But you have options. You have places that, like, you can go to. And I want to just point out one thing. is like, the Office of Civil Rights and Institutional Equity is a place for you to go where you, if something does happen to you on campus or you feel unsafe or you feel your professor is just saying some off-the-wall stuff and targeting you or calling you out for things that you don't deserve or anything of that nature, like, that is a space for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, to, it's there to, like, voice those opinions and make action. And so... There's that. But then also we do have a lot of organizations on campus geared towards educating, advocating and being your voice when you feel like maybe you don't have one, you know, and giving you a platform to use it as well. So, like, they're out there. I encourage you to find us. We're here. We're present. You know, it's just in the Black Caucus, I think it's going to do a lot for the black community. But I think that it's only a step in the right direction because yeah, we still have wrong. a lot. There's a long way to go. If this month is taught. This anything, campus, anything is to stick together, dog. Like, it's to stick together, but you know what? Honestly, like that lasted after one event, and then the second one, nothing really happened, and then the third one, people just kind of were like, "Dang!" But I also think that's because the people of the community expect the leaders of the community to constantly push out content, and we are to a certain extent. To but an it extent. just is what you know, like what people are. It's us. It's it's the student leaders on campus. You know what I mean? Like. The campus is not going to do anything. Yeah. They're going to wait for us to do something, and then they're going to either support it, talk about it, or attend. And then the conversation will continue to transpire, but it will always be a conversation because the leaders are the people that put the things into action. And there just needs to be... And that's, I think, something else that I'm tired of hearing and tired of seeing because I feel like this campus has become a broken record of events playing out, like negative things happening, and then it's a apology letter or a statement of solidarity or an email goes out and then it's like, dang, that happened. We don't condone that action. Um, CMU stands with you. It's like sending... And then back to the social events. Exactly. And it feels like a thoughts and prayers thing after um, gun violence. It feels like... It's like Central's own hashtag. Of like, incident occurs, email gets sent out, there's some hype about it. There's like maybe an event. There's maybe a discussion, but no action gets taken. And it's like, it's it's a broken well, record. One thing I will say, though, I won't say that no action is getting taken here. I do think that action is happening, but I think that we also have to ex- like acknowledge the fact that action doesn't always happen like that. You can have a press conference in a day. You can't change legislation of an entire community in one day. You know what I yeah. mean? And I also think like even with us, like we're on the board of like we've been working in the shadow to a certain extent we've been in the shadows like it's so it's like but we as leaders we do things but we have to be we have to be cognizant of the fact that people might from the outside looking in 
we people don't know what's going on. So we constantly have to make ourselves available, put ourselves out there, tell people about the things that we're doing, even if we are working behind the scenes, even if we are sitting in meetings with faculty. Hey, uh, president, uh, take a picture. Exactly. President of whatever organization sat in with these people and discussed the plans for, you know, whatever, whatever. And then not only does that tell our community what we're doing and how we are actively working for them, it's time stamping and photographing the university's responses. Exactly. Because, okay, you just sat in a meeting with President Davies about this uh, legislation that's supposed to be changed. So I know that President Davies and uh, the faculty are supposed to be working on this because y'all just, you know what I mean? Y'all, y'all just had, had a, a meeting. So about that it. means that... In X amount of time, something changed Something should, should be happening. You know what yeah. I mean? So... Um, I think it's a it's a it's a double edged sword thing, but it's definitely a, a leader thing on campus, and that we have to continuously be active. And when we are active, we have to make sure that people know what we're doing, so that our community doesn't feel one like they're being left in the dark, and two like nothing is going on. True. And we also need to do more anyway, we just need to in be general. The most. Okay. Might as well be a paid position. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Literally, I think our so like president should get a stipend. Like, executive done. executive committees could get a stipend. It don't have to be any kind of minimum wage thing, but like I'm just saying, if I got a hundred dollars, just taking off my expenses, <laughs> I wouldn't be. You upset. know, that would be nice. That would. That's a legislation we can push for. I'm literally there. Look, we do too much. Okay, too much to not be paid. Okay, Period. okay. Period. Out here, styling and profiling, educating and changing the All world. Of- yes. <laughs> she didn't like my slogan that y'all. was a lot um, it was a long slogan it was you know off the top of the dome I'm sweet like that it's like nah I'm kidding but Anywho. Um, <laughs> anyways but yeah so overall all in all just stick together as a community one and be supportive and talk about what you're doing on campus as a leader and leaders don't ever stop leading when you the day that you stop leading as a leader is the day that People stop educating them. People stop getting educated. People stop taking initiative. But I think it's also that people need to do to people need and to you have start to be a leader within yourself. And I think that people also kind of need to yeah just because you're themselves. not a president don't mean you're a leader. We're all leaders on this We're campus. All service and that's the thing and you about you need your education. And that's it as well. I think we all need to recognize that in these positions and whether you're an RSO, whether you're just a student, you're a service leader on your campus where you have to practice service leadership where you Mm -hmm. are giving your time and investing yourself into something. And Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily for the clout, for the resume, for whatever. It's literally you're serving your community. Okay, because you want to make the world a better place. Because you want to leave not only your stamp on Central Michigan University, but, you're but you to, like, want Central Michigan University to leave its stamp on the world because you want our campus to be dope as fuck. And not be in the news three times a month. Okay, about some racist stuff. I want us to be in the news about high GPAs and high retention and, and social, inclusion. Like, inclusion, and yes. Like all these diversity, wonderful things. Like top-notch like, diversity. Like exactly. top-notch programming. Exactly. Like, I want us to be up there for that. I don't want us to see us in the news anymore unless somebody is getting nominated for, for an, an award. award. That's okay. it. Period. I need a Nobel Peace Prize to come out of this campus. With Thank you. With a T you. and a period at the period. end. Period. <laughs> <laughs> be the master of your own fate okay yep be a leader and take initiative just because you're not in an rso or you're not on an e-board does not mean that you cannot 
guide your own education, you know what I mean? Or research things or be a catalyst for your own change. Exactly. Because when you change, your environment changes and people around you change as well. Yep. Facts. But all right, guys. That's all. That was a lot. It, it was. It was. There, was, it was a lot. It was a lot of tension. But we hope that I yeah. hope we hope sincerely that you learned something. Aside from the fact that this university is on trash. And that you, you have a spark in you. Like, please, let this light a fire under your ass. Like, I'm sorry uh, for my French. Um, but no, literally, but spark. seriously, like, sparks fly. Please, like, educate yourself. Like, take it upon yourself to be the change that you wish to see in the world. And I know that sounds corny, but no, seriously, but you, do. you You are the change and you can be the change. And I think that as soon as people start realizing and recognizing that these things are affecting our you. Our campus is going to change. You will see the difference. Yes, within a year, I I want to be walking around this campus, and I want this to look like a different thing, different place. For sure, it's gonna be home, truly home. So, that's well, all. Thank I got. you guys for listening to Let's Get Real. My name's Shardae Goins, and I'm Caitlin Crutcher, and we are signing off. Au revoir.